0: Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Ah, yeah, y'all. Welcome back to episode number two of the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, we actually have a sponsor for this show, and it's sponsored by my own Lax Goalie Rat Camp. Listen, if you're wondering how to coach a goalie, how to take a brand new nervous and flinching beginner and transform them into a great goalie with confidence and who's a leader of the team, check out my online camp. With the camp, you get over 80 videos that cover step-by-step how to play this position, how to coach this position, the physical, technical, and the mental mindsets you need to succeed. There's over 47 different drills that we demo that you can use to help build your elite goalie. It's perfect for goalies this summer who can't attend a live camp. So check out the Lax Goalie Rat camp. It's available at laxgoalierat.com slash goal. That's laxgoalierat.com slash goal. All right, welcome back to the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast. My next guest is Austin Geisler. Austin is a uh former D1 goalie and current member of the Bayhawks in the ML. Austin, welcome. Hey, how are we doing? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? Uh do, doing well. All right, cool. Um, well maybe you could just give a little background about um about yourself.
1: Yeah, so yeah, you know, I'm originally from you know, Fredericksburg, Virginia, a little bit uh, south of DC. Uh, you know, played my high school ball at um, Sands, Bellfield in Charlottesville, Virginia, um, and then you know, continued my college career for the first couple of years at University of Virginia. I was on that uh, 2011 national championship team. Um, you know, great run there. Um, you know, with Adam Gillman in goal. You know, Bray Malfris. You know, tearing up on defense. Still Stanwick um, on offense, and so we had a, as, a, as a great team down there. Um, and then after my or, uh, halfway through my you know, junior year, or I guess redshirt sophomore year, I you know, transferred to um, High Point University down in North Carolina, and I was a member of that uh, inaugural team in 2013. And then um, you know played three seasons there. Graduated in 2015. Um, and then I was lucky enough to be drafted by uh, the High Machine. Um, you know during that 2015 season, I you know, played my rookie season um, with the Machine, and then. I uh, bounced around a little bit, was with the uh, Denver Outlaws in 2016, Florida launched last year for a little bit, and um, and then this year, I uh, just starting training camp up with the uh, Chesapeake Bayhawks, so uh, yeah, it's very, been, uh, yeah, nice. been, uh, been a lot of fun, and i yeah, been able to see a lot of the country because of, because of lacrosse. Oh, that's great. So I guess going back all the way to the beginning,
0: I, I'm always intrigued, my, myself as a goalie, why other people became goalies, so so why did you become a goalie, you know, what was it at? a young age that really attracted you to, uh, to this position?
1: Yeah. So I was a hockey player growing up, you know, played hockey and basketball and soccer, you know, pretty much every sport growing up. And then, um, in sixth grade, my hockey rink actually shut down. And, um, so that pretty much like ended my hockey career. Uh, and so I started playing lacrosse then. And, you know, my mom was like, Hey, why don't you try this new sport, um, you know, lacrosse. And so it, back in Fredericksburg, you know, it was still growing. Um, I mean, it wasn't very big at all. Um, you know, so, you know, I went out for tryouts and, you know, um, you know, it was automatically put on the, you know, the beginner team. Um, and the set, our second practice, you know, the coach, you know, asked anyone what they want to try goalie. And I think I was the only kid with a cup on, um, at practice. So I volunteered to hop in there and see how, you know, see what, you know, goalie position lacrosse is all about. Um, and then just like kind of fell in love with it from there. Um, I remember back in, um, you know, when I got my first stick in, you know, early in sixth grade, um, uh, I just go in the backyard, have my dad throw balls at me, you know, with no real background. I just have him, um, you know, throw them at me. Like, I, like I was a goalie for some reason. Um, <laughs> cause my dad was not lacrosse where he's, he, would, he would just like have his baseball glove back there, you know, um, you know, throwing baseballs and lacrosse balls at me. And, um, I guess that's how I kind of, you know, fell in love with the position. And, um, yeah. And so I mean, I played in seventh grade, you know, played, uh, played, Know, midfield and attack and then a little bit of defense, um, but then eighth grade is when I really um, you know started focusing on uh, goal exclusively yeah, that's interesting. It's kind of a theme that I
0: found too with interviewing you know the the elite goalies is that a lot of them have experience at midi, at attack at other positions um just you know to build up those stick skills and just and just knowledge of the game
1: yeah yeah, I think being able to see the game from you know, different perspective is huge. Um, a lot of that comes from, you know, playing different positions. And a lot of that just comes from, um, you know, from playing against the best players in the world and, you know, picking their brains and watching film and watching games and everything. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of goalies, you know, do play other positions, you know, just, I think it really adds to their overall, you know, knowledge of the game and, um, you know, seeing it from that, that different angle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so,
1: um, I guess when, when you first
0: started out, like I, I started playing, I converted to goalie uh, in college mm-hmm. and I was scared of the ball. You know, it's like, it's not a natural thing to face those, those fast shots. So when you first started out, did, did you also experience that? And then like, how do you, um, how'd you overcome that? And um, other, we'll talk about your, your kind of your coaching, uh, the coaching side of things and what, and what you're doing to coach goalies, but how do you coach kids to um, you know, not be afraid of that ball?
1: i mean i think it's just all it's a natural thing um you're either scared of the ball or you're not and you know from i remember from early on like i was never scared to get hit by a shot um sometimes i almost embraced it just because it kind of you know makes me focus more if i if i you know make a body save then you know i'm always gonna tell myself you know get my stick on it um you know and just maybe i just need to focus more you know you know read a shot better or whatever it may be but i've never been you know scared of the ball and you know for those you know goals who might be a little hesitant about you know getting in the cage. I think that's the first red flag for any kid who you know is thinking about playing goal. If they're scared of getting hit by a shot, especially you know early on in the youth ages and through middle school, you know that's where you really get drilled a bunch. And you know it it decreases you know the higher levels you get. But if you're you know you know a little you know scared, even you know a little bit hesitant of you know getting hit by a shot, then. Um, I would not recommend <laughs> recommend you playing goalie. <laughs> then it comes with the territory. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. Now matters. you
0: um, yeah. you definitely learn, like as a goalie, to love those to love getting hit. I mean, it's, it's a save, and I yeah, did. Right. Those bruises are, are a badge of honor. <laughs> they're a badge of honor. The goalie tattoos, right? Exactly. Um, and ideally, you've got a team that is just going nuts on saves. You know, like you yeah. Have, yeah. you have that culture where your coach, your whatever, your parents, your teammates are are. Really pumping you up, and you learn to love those those knocks to the body. So yeah, cool, yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess every goalie has a little bit of a different style of play. Like, how, how would you describe um, your style?
1: You no, know, um, I, I was describe mine as you know um, almost like an athletic style or in an aggressive style, um, and I think that comes from me just like playing, you know, um, you know, playing other sports growing up and. Um, you know, when I was playing hockey, I was I was a, I was a defenseman. Uh, I was more of an offensive defenseman, um, just because that was you know my mindset and everything. Um, and then you know playing basketball and you know, being able to you know run up and down the court. Um, I think those skills like that, just um, those natural instincts, like kind of just translated to uh, to the lacrosse field. I mean, like, I, I like to be very active outside the crease. Um, you know, picking up ground balls. Um, you know, being a presence, being that seventh defender um, on the defensive end, and. Uh, like like I said, it comes from playing other sports, and you know I remember just having that um, that style when I you know started playing back in you know sixth grade and um and you know you know picking up ground balls running down the field um, and that 's how I was you know, all the way through middle school and uh, high school college, and you know, even a little bit in the pro game as well so uh, I, I think it's just a natural um, natural style for me um, and that's something i've just al- always done. Yeah, that's awesome. Similar to mine, too. I played a bunch of different sports,
0: basketball, um, wrestling, and um, yeah, just, I mean, tried to be athletic as possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so you mentioned kind of that transition from, you know, sixth grade, junior high, high school. Um, Would you say, I mean, would you say your game, your goalie game has remained pretty consistent uh, throughout those, throughout those, um, you know, that transition to the different levels? Or what, if anything, has changed?
1: Yeah, uh, I think like my style of play has been, um, you know, pretty similar. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, there might have been a couple things I've tweaked here and there, but uh, I think my style of play is uh, has been pretty consistent, um, you know, over you know the however many years I've been playing. Um, I think I was counting yesterday. I think it's been 14 years I've been playing lacrosse. So it's you know, time's mm-hmm. flown by, and you know, I've still you know, um, you know, been able to you know play the same style and uh, and everything. But I uh, mean, you know, I think tr- uh, transitioning from you know, middle school to high school, you know, to college and to the pros. It's all about just like getting adjusted. It's so mental being a goalie and everything. And I think, you know, the way I prepare and the way, you know, that I've been able to, you know, go about, you know, my business and everything and, you know, conduct it, you know, in a pretty professional manner. I think that, you know, I think that's why I've been able to adjust quickly, you know, from going from middle school to high school, high school to college, college to the pros, um, just because I, you know, prepare like I, you know, want to be, you know, playing at that level, I think that preparation um, is, is really what's, you know, enabled me to, you know, continue playing. Yeah, let's talk about that preparation
0: a little bit, if we could. Like, what, um, what does that look like? Um, you know, I know we're chatting a little bit before we hit record here, and you and you know, you do a little bit of traveling for the MLL, so I assume a lot of the training is on your own. So, what, what, what does your preparation look like?
1: Yeah, so, you know, the ML is, you know, pretty unique in the scheduling and with, you know, not a lot of guys, you know, being full-time, you know, lacrosse players. And so, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable, you know, throughout the weeks and in the off-season to make sure you're staying in shape and everything. And, you know, my typical, you know, routine is, you know, wake up, you know, wake up 5 a.m., go to the gym at 6, and then, you know, start my work day. And, you know, as tough as, you know, that can be at times, you know, you kind of know see the payoff you know when the season does start, and you you know get back in into the rhythm of things, but I think the preparation on the physical side you know that's all about just just wanting it and wanting to do it and then also you know finding time and making time is is also you know a huge huge part of it I think definitely you know know making time to you know you know go and hit the wall and you know go and get on the field you know get in the cage. Um, as much as you can, obviously, you know, there's going to be, you know, days where, you know, I get backed up with work, but, uh, I definitely try to, you know, make an effort to do some sort of lacrosse activity, you know, every single day, just to make sure I'm, you know, staying fresh, whether that's, you know, um, you know, doing any, any footwork drills, you know, here at my house or, you know, uh, you know, going to hit a wall or watching, you know, watching film, um, you know, definitely want to make sure I'm staying on top of my game as much as possible throughout the week. You know, since we don't have, uh, like in college, you don't have coaches, you know, on top of you every single day. So it's definitely very self-motivating. Um, and, but it's, you know, something that kind of comes natural to me, just, um, you know, being a pretty you know, motivated person to begin with.
0: Yeah. I think there's a lot of good points there. Um, one I really like was just wanting it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that, I think that if you set that goal, um, and have that like front, like right in front of you, like it makes the 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 effort that you need to put in it it makes sense you know what I mean yeah
1: definitely um and you know if you know for anyone who like might not know about you know the mll um you know this we're not getting the salaries that you know the guys in the nba and the nhl do so it's all for the love of the game and you know um if I didn't love playing if I didn't love you know going out there you know you know making new friends and you know competing at a high level then you know then I want to be doing it but you know that's you know I'm just a uh, competitor by nature and um you know the, the more competition the better so it's definitely a great opportunity I, i'm extremely lucky to keep you know being able to keep playing and um you know it, it's just something you know, i love doing and you know want to keep doing as long as possible yeah yeah awesome um, digging into the
0: workouts a little bit, is, is there like a specific regimen that you go through or is it just kind of like a general, you know, get your whole body in shape type, type of workout?
1: Um, you know, yeah. So that's, I've had to, you know, tailor that, you know, my workouts and everything, um, throughout the years, um, you know, from, you know, a couple different injuries in college. Um, you know, I'm not, um, you no, know, I, I can't really do too much of the, you know, your typical or your, um your, you know, Olympic lifts, you know, with the squats and the deadlifts and the cleans, uh, just cause, you know, um, you know, back, back injuries in the past and hips and everything. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm more, you know, that I'm not sure if, you know, um, if you've read in too much of like the TB 12 method and stuff like that, uh, with the Tom Brady's workout stuff, but I'm a huge believer in that. And, um, like using the bands and a lot of more body weight where you're, you know, being able to be explosive, um, using your own body, um, uh, and, and maybe a lighter weights and stuff. But, um, I think that's you know over time and you know getting you know a little bit older and there, I think you know I've been able to adjust my workouts accordingly to to make sure I'm staying you know still staying explosive you know still staying light on my feet and everything and so I think you know the workout part of it now that's you know something I've know I enjoy doing I enjoy you know going to the gym and I enjoy you know staying in shape and and everything but it's definitely definitely a challenge over time and and you know figuring out your body because you don't have a strength coach to really tell you what to do or anything. It's almost like you have to figure it out on your own or, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, consult a, you know, personal trainer or, or whoever it may be. Um, so it's definitely, uh, definitely a challenge. I, uh, you know, I've enjoyed, you know, trying different things and seeing what works for me and what, what doesn't work for me. But, um, you know, being able to, you know, stay at a, or stay at a high level physically, you know, something I take a lot of pride in. That's awesome. Um, so I guess switching gears a little
0: bit, if you um, I guess with all your experience now, you know, what what advice, what goalie advice or lacrosse advice would, would you give your your junior
1: high, your your high school self? Uh whew, wow. Um yeah, I think like for you know looking back on my own career um and seeing I guess even like high school career uh and seeing like what I could have, you know, maybe done differently or, or done better, um, you know, I, I would have told myself to, you know, uh you know stay in shape and, um, you know, work on, you know, uh, like getting the weight room more essentially. And, you know, so, so you can be you light on your feet, um, you know, be, you know, it just in tip top, you know, condition, um, you know, for, for the season. Cause that, that really wasn't a big focus, um, of mine back in high school. I kind of just, you know, relied on, um, you know, just doing all my know lacrosse workouts, you know, whether I was, you know, um, working out with my goalie coach or, you know, shooting with, you know, some of my high school teammates, um, yeah, you know, I, I would work out, you know, here and there, but it, w- it wasn't my uh, top priority. My top priority was, you know, being the best goalie I can be. And then it wasn't necessarily being the best athlete. So, um, I, I think a little bit focusing on, you know, that side of things you know, that, that might be the, the one thing I would, um, you know, tell my younger self, um, just cause I, I was very lucky to have, uh, a goalie coach, uh, to work with every single day of practice, uh, Rodney Ruhlman, he was a, you know, he's, he's a legend in, you know, Charlottesville, Virginia, and even the lacrosse world. Um, and so I I was able to work with him every day. So I was able to get the reps in and, and all all that good stuff. But I I think if I could, it could have maybe changed anything or tell myself now, um, then it definitely be, I know hit the weight room just a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing it now.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Got to earn those calories out the day, right? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, a lot of people on the outside don't realize how athletic goalies need to be, you know, because uh, you think of a lot of you, it immediately comes to mind like, well, they're just standing in the goal. But it's really, it's, you need to be athletic and, exp- and extremely explosive to make saves in the sport.
1: Yeah. And you do
0: that by getting in shape.
1: Yeah, yeah, that you that's like my biggest you know pet peeve of you know people outside of the sport who think, oh yeah, they think you know take the you know the biggest you know slowest kid you know you know throw a big stick in his hands and make him play goalie. But you know it's a you know it can be tough. You know yeah, it's you know we're not running up and down the field, but you know the the conditioning part of it and the you know the the I guess like the explosive side and the athleticism side is just in a different um it's in a different way than anyone else on the field I any mean, anyone on the field I, you know has to move so it's um yeah, it's it's definitely uh definitely a challenge you know for people to understand that
0: yeah yeah for sure so um let's see a while back you mentioned kind of the the you've always had like a strong mental game as, as you've advanced through the different levels like what how do you do that? Like, what are some things that you do to, uh, to remain
1: mentally tough or some, some mindsets that you have? Yeah. And I, I think the biggest like, thing with, with mindset, especially with goalies and it really, you know, you can go for any position, but, uh, just being like confident in your own abilities and, and no matter where you are, you know, if you're, yeah. um, you know, playing high school ball or if you're playing college or you're playing in the pros, um, you know, you're there for a reason. So, um, you know, trust your game and like trust yourself that, um, know, like, you know, you're, you know, playing on that team, you know, which wherever it may be, you know, for a reason, um, and know that like you, 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 you earned your way there. Um, and then as far as like, like maybe like drills or, um, new different things I do to stay like mentally on top of my game, um, is a lot just like positive self-talk. Um, and you know, you know, there's like different things I, you know, um, you know, say to myself, you know, to, you know, um you know, either get myself ready or get myself focused. Um, and so that's, you know, stuff I've read through books, um, and everything. And so it's, you know, every goal is different. I think that's the the beauty of the position is, you know, some goalies, you know, um, they just don't get rattled for whatever reason. Some goalies need a little bit more, you know, care and and everything with their, the mental side of the game. Um, and so I want to say I'm, you know, too far to the extremes, but probably somewhere in the middle. And, you know, being able to you know stay on top my top my game mentally, and you always be prepared. And I think that's the biggest thing. If you're if you if you do all the preparation and you do all your your homework leading into the games and everything, I think you're. I think that adds to your confidence. Which you know, once you hop in the cage, if you're you know confident leading into it, confident what you you know did in the past, and then what you're you know going to do in the upcoming game, I think that's the best way to you know be a mentally strong goalie. That's awesome. Yeah. Great, great, great answer.
0: Yeah. I love that you're, you're there for a reason, you know, and it doesn't matter if you made the varsity team and you're kind of like doubting your ability, look, you're there for a reason. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: if you put in that effort, you know, be confident in your abilities when, when it's
1: time to shine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, especially with the glory position. I mean, you're, you're one shot away if you're, you know, even if you're not the starter, I mean, you're, you're one shot away from, um, you know, from going in the game, you know, all it takes is you know one shot to break a thumb or you know concussion or anything else. So it's goalie position. You know if you're you know starter, backup, you know third string. You know always being ready to to go in there and always being prepared. That only doesn't only makes you you know a good player, but also you know makes you a great teammate. Makes you you know that much more willing to you know bring your A game every day to practice. You know throughout the week and you know makes not only makes you better, makes your teammates better as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um this might be a related question, but w- was there a time that you went through a slump uh in your career and and how did you get out of that?
1: Yeah, um I was I was thinking about that and um you know I can't remember if I ever, you know, went through a real like slump um you know, plane wise. You know, I've had, you know, a couple of injuries that have you know knocked me out from um you know, concussions and fall ball to, you know, concussion that um you know forced me w- to uh withdraw from, from school at Virginia to, you know, uh, two, a couple more concussions at, at, high point that, um, you know, one of them forced me to miss a couple games and then had a back injury right after that, that forced me to miss, uh, yeah. three more weeks. So, uh, I wouldn't say I've ever had, you know, a slump, you know, playing wise, but, um, the, the injuries is what, you know, really, um, was my most mentally yeah. taxing thing or most, most probably the biggest thing I struggled with, um, uh, mentally, um, just, you know, thinking, okay, why is it? Why is this going to happen right now? You know, during my senior spring, you know, having a back injury that you know wasn't sure if I was even going to be able to play in our our conference tournament. So, you know, stay on top of my game. You know, mentally, I think that's goes back to you know putting that extra work that you can do. You know, whether it's you know, know for example, like when I had my you know back injury and my you know senior spring. You know, I was you know in the I was in our training room. Know probably four hours a day. I was you know doing film work with our backup goalies, and making sure that they were prepared. then that's you know a way I was able to you know work on my leadership skills for one, and then also work on you know myself and being able to know try to stay as you know as ready as possible mentally you know for when I did to get back and ready. But um, yeah, that was definitely my my biggest thing for me struggling with. But um, you know for goalies, I do you know get in a slump. Um, you know, my, my biggest advice for them is just like make a highlight video and then just watch it and then see yourself being successful. Um, and that's something, you know, I did, um, you know, in college and, you know, even though I might not, I don't feel at least feel like I was, you know, had many slumps, but, um, you know, I would just watch, you know, my own highlights and then highlights of other goalies, you know, before every game, just to, you know, see, you know, see, you know, myself being successful, you know, see other goalies, you know, making saves, um, for one, like get you pumped up, then also get you in the right mindset that you're going to go out there and you know duplicate that you know what you did in the highlight video. So that's you know that's my little you know nugget for you for those who you know might be going through you know slumps or anything, and that's that's probably the best way to get get that confidence back. And it's just a lot of it. It just takes sometimes it takes you know a good warm up to you know get out of that slump, or you know takes you know one save or one good quarter to you know get back on track.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm I'm glad you mentioned about come, recovering from injuries because I think that's also you know in addition to the physical piece, there's a huge mental element of coming back uh, from an injury. So it could great. be just like a slump where you've got to recover, um, you've got to fix fix yourself mentally. So that yeah. that was really good. Um, how'd you get all those concussions? By the way, is that, that just shots to the shots to the dome? Those
1: are shots to the head. Yeah, there's been uh, oh, been one too many of those <laughs> in my career. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Um,
0: do you want to, let's talk a little bit about, about your, your coaching career now? Cause, cause you're also a coach of goalies. Do you want to talk, talk about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've been very lucky to, you know, um, you know, travel around the country a little bit and, and work with goalies and, um, of all, of all agents to levels. Um, and I really started when, um, you know, when I spent a year at High Point University, um, you know, work with their goalies and stuff. And, um, and then, you know, was able to get a high school job out in uh, Denver, Colorado, you know, coaching goalies out there. Um, and then you know, where I really kind of came into it, um, was in, in Dallas, Texas. And he was working with, um, with Highland Park high school down there. Um, and I think they're, uh, I think they're, I think they might, might be undefeated in the state. Um, so far, I mean, maybe one loss, but, um, besides the fact. And so I've been, you know, was able to, you know, work with, you know, club teams down there and work with goalies individually. And you know really you know take my knowledge and pass on to the next generation and you know I think a big you know reason that I wanted to you know get into coaching and and work on that side of the the game is because you know i i'm you know where I am today because of all my coaches and um and so I want to be able to give back to to lacrosse you know to that next generation and hopefully have somewhat of an impact on you know the goals I work with you know whatever state it may be in and so hopefully I can inspire someone to um, you know, pass the game on, you know, to the uh, generation following them.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, how I'd say, you know, some, some folks are great goalies, but maybe not necessarily great coaches. And then you can also have it, you know, the other way around where maybe you weren't the best goalie, but you're a great coach. Like, how do you, um, like, how have you transitioned from, I guess you're still an elite goalie, but how have you transitioned into being a, a great coach as well?
1: Yeah, um that, that's a great question and um I think that's spot on with you know some some like really good goalies just don't know um don't know how to teach it maybe because it's, it just comes that naturally and they don't so really natural. know how to explain yeah. it but yeah. um you know I think I was taught the game uh, and taught the position you know well enough um you know from my coach um you know back in high school and you know still you know work out with time time, time and um time to time you when know, I when I get back to Virginia Um, but you know, I was taught, you know, very like the attention to detail is you know, is how I was taught and making sure everything is, you know, is perfect and make sure everything, you know, is is looking right and feeling right. Uh and that's how I coach. I mean that's how I um you know, coach all my goals. That's how I coach, you know, all my, you know, players during the spring and summer. Um and so I think that's the attention to detail is the biggest thing and um and making sure, you know, they're doing they're being fundamentally sound and you know, I believe, you know, in I believe in, my, you know, and how I do things. I believe it's, you know, a great way to do it and everything. And, and, you know, for most of my goalies, you know, obviously, like I said before, you know, every goalie is different, you know, but, you know, I try to make sure, you know, all my goalies are, you know, doing everything, you know, fundamentally sound and their technique is, is perfect and their balance is great and their explosion is great and everything. So I think the biggest thing with coaching is just attention to detail and and making sure that, you know, everything is as close to perfect as it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: that's interesting. I also had coaches along the way um, or I guess mostly just my college coach who was very uh, detail oriented. Um, so I, th- I think we share that in common. Yeah. Um, so are there, are there some common mistakes that you see with, with the, uh, the youth goalies that you uh, that you coach?
1: Yeah. And it's funny, funny you ask that Cause I was, um, I was working with some goalies uh, yesterday at a practice and both go- the two goalies on the team, when they were doing some um, attacking, we were dodging from behind and it finished with the one-on-one with the goalie in front. And both goalies ran out with their stick, like pointed out at the um, attackman. <laughs> and I was like, there, they're trying to cast a spell on them. And you know, every, it seemed like every single time, you know, the attackmen were scoring. And you know, I pulled one of the goals aside. I was like, Hey, like, you know, who taught you to do that?" Like, well, oh, our coach wants to do that. And I mean, I was thinking to myself, wow, that is, you know, I do not agree with that for one. Um, but then you know, I, I, you know, told him that, you know, whatever his coach wants them to do, you know, go for it. Um, but I think that the, the positioning, the, um, positioning and, you know, being patient on the crease and, um, and not running out at someone on, um, at, at an attackman. Uh, and that's like really one of my, a bigger, you know, pet peeves with goalies. Um, yeah, there's like smaller ones with, um, you know, how you step to the ball and, you know, stances and, um, everything. But, um, yeah, I think goalies with, you know, I think, you know, there's, you know, there's, you know, different ways to play the position and, you know, play to play to your strengths. Um, so I, am not too, um, too picky on that. Uh, so if, I mean, if someone, you know, wants to you know be more of a lateral stepper, then, you know, fine. That's how they want to do it. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, a lot of goalies um, a lot of coaches at least uh, that i 've seen you know tell goalies to stay in the crease and you know and not like come out at all unless it's um you know unless they have to unless like, their four seconds is up um, so that 's another one that you know I you know kind of disagree with on coaches a lot, uh, especially at the youth level uh and then lastly I, i've heard some goalies even tell or some coaches tell goalies not to talk at all, which you know goes against every, uh, everything that I've, you know, ever been taught. So, um, there's, there's different, you know, different you know reasons for, you know, every, um, every coach's decisions for, for stuff. But, um, yeah, those are like the, some of the common things that, you know, I, um, I really, uh, I come across, um, you know, from going from, you know, state to state and, you know, working with coaches and, and everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Just out of curiosity, you're, you you, do you coach like stepping at the 45 and is that how you, is that how you play as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm big, uh, 45 and, um, 45 steps. And, you know, uh, what I call, I call it the channel and that well, that's what my, uh, my goalie coach back in high school called it. Uh, we call it the channel, you know, just the, you know, that V, you know, the 45 is going out to each side. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I always, you know, um, you know, for every, every shot at high hips and low, um, you know, always want to be stepping in that channel, you know, getting our body behind the ball as quick as possible.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Um, You know, in in researching this, I, I hope this is still true. And in fact, let me put it this way: C- Could you talk about your pregame ritual?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, wait. So you said you've uh, you've seen your you. uh, I, I, your-
0: I read somewhere about your awesome pregame ritual, and I was okay. hoping it was still the case, but I, okay. I didn't want to give it away. So,
1: you- <laughs> all right. So yeah. So back in college, all right? So every uh, every night before the game, you no. Know, our teammates and I would always go, um, go get chicken parm. That's, that's my big thing. and still do it, um, to this day. Um, and then, you know, the day of the game, you know, I always, uh, you know, uh, shower, you know, shave, you know, cut my fingernails for some reason. I don't know why I started doing that, but, um, <laughs> I, start, I, I, cause I never liked the feeling of having like stubble on my chin strap. So I always go clean shave every game day. Um, unless it's, you know, mustache madness in, in November, then, you know, leave the obviously leave the uh the caterpillar up there yeah and then you know then that's it that's you know my you know preparation of the hotel and then um you know once i you know get to the facility or the stadium um you know my big thing is you know just start to get you know find that way to get in the zone and uh you know go through my you know rolling out you know on the foam roller my stretching um then while you know for some and then for another for some odd um, back in college, I started listening to, um, uh, explosions in the sky for, for whatever reason. And, um, you know, that was, uh, you know, that's kind of like got me in the zone, got me nice and relaxed. Um, and then, you know, after that, you know, get on the field, you know, go through my dynamic, go through all my footwork stuff, um, and then get ready for the game.
0: That's awesome. I, I yeah. think you're doing your best to contribute to that stereotype. Those goalies are nuts. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but whatever works for you, you know, it's like, it's all about getting in that comfortable mental state and if that means whatever clipping your nails or putting on specific pair of underwear yeah
1: oh yeah yeah go go for it cool um anything else you want to add uh no i mean i I think like with you know with everything um i think the goal position you know it's all about um you know just put in like all the extra work that you can um you know whether that's you know hitting the wall you know for you know 15 20 minutes after practice um or, you know, getting those extra shots, you know, before, after practice, De- developing that muscle memory and having someone there to, you know, critique you and uh, to coach you up. I think that's something huge because uh, there's a lot of goalies who, uh, who I've coached in the past who, you know, they say like their extra work is, you know, they just go out and get, you know, get shot on by their teammates. And in and reality, like, that's great. You know they're going out there, you know, seeing live shots, but in um, reality, like, you, you really got to work on that technique, those fundamentals, um, and continue to improve those um, over time and, you know, I mean, so the more reps you can get in, the more you can have your stick in your hand. Just like with any any position, um, really, you know, um, no, is really going to add to that development overall. And you know, it's it's such a special position, and you know, loving it and and loving, enjoying the process and you know having fun with it and and everything, and, and just trying to do everything at the highest level possible. And I think that's, um, I think that's why I still do it. You know, because I, you know, I still I still feel like I have a lot to a lot to prove and a lot to um, a lot to you know, lots to show and. Um, yeah, I think that's, um, that's, that's, that's my thoughts on, on the glory position there.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for adding that. Yeah. I I think, um, you know, I think like with the way the MLL is right now, it like all the the top players who want to be like hundred percent lacrosse guys are coaching as well. Mm -hmm. And so you have this like interesting dynamic where you have the top level players in the game coaching. Like you don't yeah. have that in the NBA, baseball, basketball, they don't need to because, you know, different different setup, right? But yeah. that's really, um, I mean, you go to uh, your Instagram, all the pros, you know, they're coaching and there's so much like good stuff out there that gone are the days when you're like, well, I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. You, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. You got, you, got to, you got to take it into your own hands. And if you don't have that goalie coach, you know, it sounds like you you had some great ones growing up and I'm sure a lot of people do, but if you don't, you know, you got to take that into your own hands and, 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 uh, and, and
1: develop. Yeah. Yeah. Especially these days. I mean, the resources are out there. I mean, for, for the most part, and it's all about, like, like I said earlier, just wanting it. Um, if you want to be a great yeah. goal, you know, a lot of times it comes from, you know, great coaching and, um, now I'm glad I have the opportunity and I'm glad that, you know, a lot of, you know, guys my age, um, are, you know, taking advantage of that and, and really wanting to give back. You know, I think that's something you know pretty special about, um a lot of the guys you see um who are you know just giving back to the little cross community in general not just you know to their specific um specific positions but you know they're um you know giving back to the community there you know you know volunteering their time and putting in a ton of hours and you know really making sure that the the game is pushing forward and going to be in a better position when they're you know done playing
0: yep absolutely um
1: what what's your what's your weapon of choice what's your what's your current stick setup uh, let's see. Uh, I've been using the, for the past, let's see, one, two, three years. Um, been working with a warrior nemesis two, and I've been lucky enough to, um, get in touch with the East coast dyes guys and using the, um, hero mesh uh, for the past couple of years. And yeah, that stuff is you know unbelievable. Awesome.
0: Cool. And then I guess just finally, like, where can people learn more about you? Like
1: where, where should they go? Yeah. So, um, you yeah, know, I got, um, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at, uh, at Dr. Geisler, so D-O-C-T-O-R, and then last name is Geisler, G-E-I-S-L-E-R. That uh, that is a nickname given to me my freshman year by, uh, by Bray Malfris and, and Todd Fiel, and it stuck from day one. So um, they called me the doctor, and they, they told me to change my Twitter and Instagram, and you know, there were <laughs> big, bad seniors on the team. So I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, right away, sir. And so, uh, yeah, that's been, uh, it's been a nickname ever since. And people are still calling me doc, the doctor. And it's funny how it's stuck even six, seven, eight years later. That's awesome. Austin, thank
0: you so much for the time. That was really great. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. So that's a wrap episode number two with Austin Geisler of the Chesapeake Bayhawks. Hey, if you like the show, do me a favor and send it to another goalie in your life or give me a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps the show spread and get into the hands of goalies out there, and I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and take care. You've been listening to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast with your host, Coach Damon Wilson.